People of the world, welcome to Send It Rising. Main story of the day, we're going to be talking about Ellie Zyler, who is a TikTok influencer who has over 10 million followers on the platform in an SNL skit. She was featured alongside other TikTok influencers in what amounted to a ridiculous effort to try to get these influencers to spread pertinent information about Ukraine, about gas prices, etc., Clearly, the Biden administration and administrations in the past have a vested interest in getting young people to think a certain way. It is interesting to me that an 18-year-old has more reach than perhaps ever. Ellie Zeiler goes and gets briefed by White House officials on their side of the story. Now, I can see, as either a Republican or Democrat, having very strong feelings about what that means. Um, I think... Regardless of the fact that the Biden administration happens to be a democratic, uh, democratically elected, you know what I'm saying, Democrat-run administration, it it appears to me that there is a whole new world that we have to reckon with, which of course is the world in which uh, 17 and 18 year olds have massive, massive reach, and the fact that you know there's some gullibility there, right? They are in charge of way more responsibility than perhaps they should be. And in the past, you could have a, child, a celebrity who's 17, 18, and they wouldn't really have that um, capacity to have uh, the ability to swing a vote or change public sentiment. But those days are over. Uh, Dexerto is where we uh, are reading about elliezeiler.com. All links to all articles are right there in the description. Ellie Zeiler, who was once known for her likeness to TikTok's biggest star, Charlie D'Amelio, has found herself in the center of a storm after posting a video about the reasons for soaring gas prices, a break from her usual dance content. That That's the main point that I am making is you have someone who becomes popular because of their beauty, um, because of dancing, because of some skill that they have, whatever it happens to be, and then they take this jump into politics. Uh, the article continues, the TikTok, the TikTok star boasts over 10 million followers. Um, she was chosen as one of the big TikTokers by the White House, as I mentioned at the start of the show, who briefed her on the Ukraine invasion. Um, you can check out that particular video on TikTok if you search Ellie Zeiler. It's the one titled, Why is Gas So Expensive? She breaks down inflation and supply-demand economics, as well as how Russia's role in global, glass, global gas supply has been impacted. Of course, she's, you know saying what they asked her to say, essentially. Um, and so I will let you speculate as to whether or not this is a good precedent to be set. Uh, I can only imagine what it feels like to be 18 years old walking into the White House or being briefed by a top White House official. Um, that's got to be a lot of pressure. Quote, people getting their political information from here, TikTok, is exactly why our world is so messed up right now. Um, one commentator writes, another um, commentator said, quote, saying exactly what the government tells you to say is called propaganda. Obviously, people are going to have strong opinions about this. What do you think? YouTube.com forward slash send it rising. Let me know your thoughts. Moving right along, second story of the day, aljazeera.com. This is from New Delhi, India. Facebook has allowed a large number of ghost and surrogate advertisers to secretly fund the Bharati Janata Party, which is BJP, excuse me, BJP for short, election campaigns in India and 
boost the governing party's visibility, according to an analysis of advertisements placed on the social media platform across 22 months and 10 elections. So the basic premise here is that there are ghost accounts. And for Facebook, it is not easy to track all of the money that goes into uh, campaigns like this. Um, and of course, they have a huge incentive to just keep the money itself, um, the Reporters Collective, or TRC, is a nonprofit media organization, according to AlJazeera.com, based in India, and they have studied all of this, um, and they're they're finding some serious issues. Twenty six thousand two hundred ninety one advertisements, and one hundred four million rupees. That's one point three six million dollars, is what the TRC found from the BJP um, in regards to that spending, and so. Corruption exists. People are going to try to get away with it if they can. This is just one more example of how Facebook has to do the impossible and somehow police all of this uh, while turning a profit. Perhaps one of the reasons why the Facebook stock has dropped 50% since, I want to say, September of last year. Socialmediatoday.com moving right along. We've got something called producer economy. What the heck is that and how does it relate to influencer marketing? According to the article, influencer marketing is evolving to what's being called, quote, the producer economy, which is constant creators who are building their own platforms independent of social media. So they are so popular that it doesn't matter. Brad Pitt can go anywhere. Um, Angelina Jolie can go anywhere. President Trump, President Biden, they can all go anywhere and instantly have a following, quote, the digital landscape is so messy and it's so hard to break through the noise. This is Jennifer Smith, CMO of online video platform Brightcove, quote, the challenge for marketing is to think about two things, how to create content for that space, and then how do you distribute that content back to the right people? So the idea here is that the producers are taking full ownership of their content and then they're basically coming up with things that are like TV channels or uh, shows. This high-quality content builds on subject matter expertise, um, according to Bright Cove. So folks, I think, are beginning to realize that being Zuckerberg is not the way. You do not want to put all of your eggs in one basket. You want to develop a following that is outside of any individual social media platform. I feel like most folks start with a, a single platform and then they grow from there. But uh, through creative partnerships um, and uh, authenticity, we've got something called the producer economy. Can you become a producer? Best of luck. Facebook setting up shop on TikTok with a verified account. This from adweek.com. How funny is that? Facebook has a TikTok. I, I don't know what else to say about that. The account is verified. It has roughly 14,600 followers. TikTok has not responded to a request for comment at the time of this post, but a spokesperson for Facebook parent company Meta told Adweek, quote, brands leverage a variety of channels, including some of our social media platforms to reach and engage with the people using their products. That to me is absolutely hilarious that Facebook is going to TikTok to get people's attention because Facebook, as we've covered at length in the show, is struggling to retain young folks. <laughs> that is too good. Let's see, final article of the day. We're gonna take this one from Inc.com. How this entrepreneur had the audacity to take on the giants of the self-driving car business. Have you heard of Cruise? It's only in San Francisco. And the founder, Kyle Vogt, lacked industry experience, but um, there are some cars right now that you can hop into that do not have drivers and they will take you from point A to point B. It's a startup called Cruise. Quote, there are lots of critics in the industry who, even though we're operating driverless 
road taxis, that's an interesting way of putting it, today in San Francisco still say the technology is not here and it's never coming. I think at some point you just have to seek the truth for yourself. That was a vote uh, talking to Inc.com in their podcast. Uh, dealing with naysayers has led to one of the company's internal tenants, quote, seek truth. So essentially, we do live in the age of um, driverless cars. How wild is that? I mean, coming to a city near you. They are in San Francisco. There is a company that has not been sued out of oblivion um, that exists, and it's called Cruise. So I'm I'm interested, and I'm a, I'd hop in one. Not going to lie. If I, if I was in San Francisco, I might give it a shot. It'd be a short trip. <laughs> and I wonder if you can just eject or cancel when you're inside of it. Wouldn't that be interesting? So TikTok star Ellie Zeiler, excuse me, facing backlash. Um, do we want chief executives, presidents, White House officials, briefing influencers and basically giving them talking points? That's the world we live in, whether we like it or not. Um, you could make the argument that without that information, their followers may not understand basic things. And so they're just serving as conduits for better education. That's one way of looking at it. The other is, you know, you take some gullible 17, eight year old, 17, 18 year olds, wide eyed who are just, you know, totally awestruck by, I don't know, being in the white house and you can convince them to say whatever you want them to say. That would be the backlash. Um, inside Facebook's uh, world of ghost advertising. So perhaps in the United States, they have a better finger on the pulse, but they're in some serious trouble here in India, showing that they are unable to track where the money is coming from. If you want to join the producer economy, well, good luck. Everyone is producing a lot of content. Can you get outside of an individual platform and be famous outside of it? I think that would be a good example of a producer as opposed to an influencer. Facebook's on TikTok. That's an interesting sign, isn't it? Uh, they, uh, they're struggling. That stock price is not looking too good. And finally, there are self-driving cars. If you're in San Francisco, you can check out Cruise. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the show for today. We'll see you all next time. Bye for now.